0: Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It's Ann Duffy, and this is the Just Do It podcast. I am, like, very excited today because I have a special guest A new friend, but we have the same heart to raise all women in dentistry. She started Women in DSO and it was a grand success from the inaugural uh, event. And they continue to keep pouring in to all the women that are working in the DSO arena and those that have worked there that are going to be working there. And and then they're gonna look back and think they had such a great career. And I just hope that you will help me welcome Dr. Amon Carr.
1: Hello, Amon, how are you? I am great, and, and thank you for having me, and it's pleasure's mine. Oh, I'm so delighted to have you. You graced our cover
0: in the autumn edition, which was lovely, and wrote your story for all of us. I I was so impressed with how you started Women in DSO, similar to um, it takes a woman to lay down the gauntlet and say, we're going to do something about this. So tell me a little bit about how the whole thing started, because you know, obviously something that you were the catalyst for this this great community of women in, in uh, dental service organizations. Those of you that don't exactly know what DSO a DSO is, it's it's a dental service organization. And Aman can explain more about that. But what caused you to start this movement?
1: First and foremost, and I want to say I, I didn't do it by myself. I've been very fortunate to partner up with a lot of individuals like yourself and many, many talented women and men from dental organizations and dental support organizations. So credit goes to everyone in this industry. It's just been a gap because we have been seeing women in dental offices all the time. We, a similar trend continues once you move into dental support organizations. A lot of lion's share of work is being done by women running HR department, procurement, training, marketing, finance. But we didn't see that representation continually in leadership roles. And there were several times there we would be in boardrooms and there'll be one or two women and we'll look at each other and it just uh, needed to change. We just needed more of that diversity and thought on that decision-making table. And uh, as we continue to see that, we felt there's a need and opportunity for this whole industry to get closer to our Consumers, which are dentists and our patients, who happen to be primarily women and certain, certainly going in that direction. And that's where we all said, let's either we can continue to ask the question, where are the women, or we could create a platform that will elevate and uh, showcase women's contributions to this industry. And that's how Women in DSO started.
0: Oh, I love it! I love it. I think it's it was interesting in your article that there was a panel about women in DSO, and there were the, the panel was cons- consisted of all men, and I think historically it didn't seem like that was a, a big deal until you actually start thinking about it. There could be women on that panel. And I think that's what really kind of like it was a light bulb that went on, and it's amazing that it's. It's it's it just it just went on for so many of us that because we do love our men. You and I were talking about this. We we need men. We we don't want to necessarily replace their seats, but we want to be able to sit at the table with them and help make those decisions because women are taking over dentistry. The fifty six percent, I believe it's this year, of the graduating dentist are, are female.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it uh, it's not about changing. It's about um, kind of making it more complete face of dentistry and uh, men uh, representing DSOs or representing dental industry it's not they don't want women it just has been always an afterthought or sometimes we don't even think about it but um, as a dear friend of mine Andrea says that's a cop-out we need to think about it and we need to make it a priority so and making it a priority is not going to be very hard. Their industry is full of talented women and we want to learn from them.
0: Yes. And I think having, you have to see that it's possible. And that's one of the things that you're, you're bringing to the table. You're bringing women to a different platform, high level, highlighting them. I mean, I love the pr- initiative that you have of highlighting women and their profiles on LinkedIn, because I think the young women that are coming into the profession have no idea what is actually possible. And now you're actually giving them this opportunity to see what is possible for the future of women in dentistry.
1: Absolutely, seeing is believing. And once it's actually one of my favorite part, what we do. And those stories inspire everyone. And there are days we all need a Mm pick-me-up. And I have read so much in those stories uh, that small decisions when we let that problem define us versus changing the trajectory of our life by overcoming that as an obstacle and reaching for higher opportunities, they're inspiring stories, so many of them. Um, and every time I hear and there, I use them to use for myself because they're days that we all need to pick me up. Yeah, and think- um, it's been amazing.
0: Yeah, I think that is so true, especially with women. I mean, I know we're just a little bit different in the fact that we like that community. We like knowing that we're not alone. And I think men can be a little bit, you know, they're a little bit more laser or laser focused on things where we, we have this, I think just a little bit of a softer side, maybe the soft skills come about, but we like learning about other women's, uh, uh, you know, triumph over obstacles in their lives and the challenges and how, and the the fact that, oh, they've done this. I think I can do this too. I think there's something to that. And again, the stories that you're sharing, you know, everyone, you're right. I I have loved reading them and hearing about them and they do inspire me in, in not only in my business life, but also in obviously my personal life and trying to, the balance of, you know, work-life balance, I think falls on the shoulders of women, because we do spin most of the plates in the household. One of the things I always, I, I, the challenge I think sometimes for us, Aman, and I'd love you to weigh in on this. You know, we want to empower the women in dentistry and how do we help them want to be empowered? Because it has to come from within them. It has to come from within us. When, like What gets us up in the morning to continue to do the hard work of raising all women in dentistry, and so how do we empower women and know that they they want to be empowered? I mean, I guess that's the question.
1: It's a tough one, um, and I'll give a very simple answer. Not that it it is the answer. Um, I have learned that the best thing we can do to help the world is take care of ourselves. Right mm-hmm. then, at least we are now we really, uh, move from liabilities to asset side of the equation by taking care of ourselves. So once we, we need to start there and and making sure everyone feels that taking care of themselves, putting themselves as a priority is there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's going to start there because we have to love ourselves to give others love. We have to be full to pour something into other people. When, and we all have been at fault, me included, of pouring from an empty cup, have done it over and over. It takes a toll. It takes a toll, and then even though we feel like we're contributing, but slowly but surely, we are turning into, again, into that liability side. Yeah, I I think that is so true, and I think
0: you know, again, historically, we haven't felt that we could give ourselves permission to actually put ourselves first. Um, Dr. Joy uh, spoke at the retreat and said, if you. Have to put your oxygen mask on. You know they say, "Oh, put your oxygen mask on first, and then give it to yeah. your child." <laughs> but in in reality, if we have to put oxygen mask on, there's something wrong with that right there in that scenario. We we have to be able to live our lives without even needing the oxygen mask, right? So c- to continue to be able to pour into our families, we have to we have to be able to stand tall and, and, and have some time for ourselves and take some time to self-care and to know that we are worthy of being respected. We can do it and we will do it. And it's, it is a lot of, I think just cheerleading each other in those times when we don't feel like it. Right. And that, that, that I think women really appreciate
1: I I I'll take a little bit love uh, to next level. I want to add on to what you said. Uh, we want to lead ourselves, not mm. just cheerlead ourselves. Leading ourselves is a little bit um different. It's we because uh, self-care can be uh work sometimes. And it's okay to say no to I don't want to want a spa day even because it would be what's what's good it's gonna do. You're sitting at spa thinking about work. Maybe you just want to sleep in, right? Yeah. And it can be anything. So you that don't let the formula of uh, universal formula define self-care for you. And I, I I have felt a lot of times people will say, well, it'll be good for you. Come join us. And now it's not going to be good for me. I just need to sit down and uh, decompress.
0: Wow. That's really taking on... Um, that's, that's, um, courageous actually, Amon, because it's putting it back on, on our shoulders of what is, what does self-care look like for me? What does it look Mm -hmm. like for you? And, um, and I love the, the, um, distinction you made between cheerleading and leading because cheerleading, you're right. It kind of just feels like we're clapping hands, like go, 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 but actually leading and doing something purposefully for yourself that you love. Um, because again, you know, your gifts are different than mine, and what I want to do uh, for self care is different than yours. And um, yeah. you know, no judging there, but just again giving ourselves permission, and then not judging somebody else for <laughs> what they've decided to do. Right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, um, and we, you know, we were talking about empowering each other as community. Women really don't need support. I say it all the time. We just need to. We just don't need to be in our own way. Mm -hmm. That's important. And I think creating unnecessary competition, because I've seen women just end up uh, taking away from the community by doing small versions of things too sometimes. But uh, those are the things where we need to come together as a community and build on each other.
0: I I agree with you
1: there, because if
0: we have you know, so many splinters out there, then, you know, that the competition is going to start creeping in. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, we can come together as a group, you know, as this big wave and, um, and really support and help each other. Um, Aman, what I loved also about your mission with women in DSO is the the pillars that you have which are courage, compassion, commitment, and change ready. So yeah. I would love you to say a little bit about change ready and what that means to you.
1: Uh, I mean, I think of all these four things. I think they are, these are just core of being a woman. We are courageous, naturally, compassionate. Uh, we are committed. We are silently and strongly committed to things that we care for. And t- change already is, uh, it's my one of my favorite words. Change is overused uh, word sometimes, but being change already means to me is looking forward to. And we have to be constantly looking forward to things because uh, we can't move on or go forward by continually looking backwards. So that's kind of, for me is change already. It, it's gonna happen. We just need to be prepared. and ready means we are going to make best of it. That's what I, in my mind, that's what it means,
0: well, I feel like that is the future of dentistry. That is the future of women in dentistry. We are ready. We are uh, working together. it's It's one big as we love both of us just love our profession and love yeah. dentistry and love the people in it. They're smart. They're fun. They love beauty. They love caring, and there's nothing like giving somebody a smile. So I think together, Amon, we're we, you know we're just going to keep doing it. Um, we're going to keep growing, and um, I'm here to support you, and I know you're here to support me, and just you know to support to support the vision of of raising the bar for women and raising their their um, their profile in our industry. Yeah. So that it to make it even better for the what for the women that are coming in and the women that are here. Um, that was something that you did say in in your article as well. Is it's it's the young women, the women that are here, and the women that think they're maybe their career might be over. There's still something left for them to do. Yes, yeah. because we know that uh, dues never retire. And um, there's always something more left in the tank. So um, I'm just going to say thank you again for taking this time to be with me today. What Tell me about when is the next meeting, the big meeting that we have? I know you've got small uh, you know, groups coming around the country, but when is your big meeting coming up? Is it going to be in Vegas
1: again next year? Yes. Yeah, so next year is also Vegas. It's ARIA, and it's uh, March 8th through 10th. And that is the week we are announcing at Women in DSO week. It's actually a women empowerment a month, March. And there is Dental Assistant Appreciation Day is in that week. Dental Hygienist Appreciation Day is in that week. And we know both of those communities are largely made up by women. Uh, so it's March 10, eight through 10, ARIA, Vegas. And our following year for 2024 and 2025 is also going to be Vegas. Um, Please come join us. Information can be found on womenindsso but that that's our uh, first um, kind of like second event, but first our first uh, annual event. Um, and after what I'm excited about next year is more than that. Event is we are launching our fellowship program there, he for she men according women in DSO. So we are really working on the have been working on this creating this allyship program. And we want to really, what you said is uh, women in this industry, entering the industry mid-career level and at the top of their career level, we want them to continue to pour into industry because we our industry needs it. We are changing at a rapid rate. Our consumers are changing, their perception, their desires are changing. We need to learn from all of it and we also need to incorporate new ideas. So that's what we are working on for next year.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds fantastic. What is the name of the fellowship and the mentorship program again?
1: So fellowship program, we are just calling it Women in DSO Fellowship Program. And uh, the other program for male allyship is He for She. He for She. Tell, well,
0: you have to tell me a little bit about that before we get off here today. What is the He for She?
1: Because the I believe that you can change Future without involvement from present, and our present is a lot of very talented and supportive male leaders. But as they are supporting the men, um, there is all we all can learn to work better, and that's our allyship program. And we are working with men how we want them to support women. Okay,
0: so that's really cool. If you're listening here too, because you know we have the dudes, Amon, but we also have the dudes. The dudes, are, <laughs> you and I are like so sympathetical. It's like it's so amazing. So the dudes are men that support women in dentistry. So yeah, we uh, th- this is so this is just great. We don't have anything formally put in, but I think you know it's it's a little bit different. I believe in the corporate atmosphere of dentistry that you really need that because they've been they've been running the DSOs. They know what yeah. they're doing, and to turn our back on and see, think we can do it better without any mentorship. No, it's just, we all need each other. So I, I love how you think so broadly. And I thank you again for being on here. I will be there in in March next year at the R. It was beautiful last year. I was so impressed. I loved everything about your event. And I know it's going to, it's going to continue to double in size every year and, um, and just be not only, um, informative, but very fun and and a great connection. So thank you, Mm -hmm. Amon, for being with me today. And listen, thanks for gracing our cover and also, if you're listening to us, keep doing you.
1: Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Anne. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Anne Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is is d e-w.life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.